Why do you I think I said I could? I think I could travel to L.A. next summer. <laughs> I would have to be salaried. I feel like to be able to make that statement. Well, you were still selling plasma back when you told me that, so I was like, "Oh, he's just saving up all his plasma donations." Wait, so you saving up plasma donations? Does that mean like I'm extracting the plasma and then putting Holding it in a closet? <laughs> You're like I can sell this. I'll wait for the the plasma gold standard to go. <laughs> the market's on an upswing. Soon this will be worth so much. <laughs> Welcome to Biden's America. It doesn't matter who's president. It does. I shouldn't just say that <laughs> blanketly. Well, if you decide who you're going to vote for in your uh, recall election. Angeline! <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about the 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 recall candidates. I know about the leading contenders, but I don't know any about the uh, the randos. Yeah. So the thing is, you probably don't know about any of the people running as a Democrat on the ticket. I would highly <sighs> doubt that you do. No. Which is why it becomes so difficult. Because <laughs> ideally, I would vote for a Democrat on the ticket, right? Yeah. Um. The front runner currently having 1% of the popular vote is a guy named Kevin Paffrath, uh, who is an a, a lifestyle and financial advising YouTuber. <laughs> He's <All> like right. <laughs> maybe 28 years old. <laughs> is he even legally allowed to be governor? Yeah, I think so. He might not be 28, but if you look at him, he he looks like he's 28 years old. You can become governor of California at age 18. So, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I deeply considered writing my own name on the ballot. Because <laughs> I was like, it truly doesn't matter. <laughs> like, the only thing that we can hope for in California... Is is an opposition vote like that? That's it, yeah. and it sucks. It, uh, because all my entire Twitter feed is nobody likes Newsom. V- vote for him to stay, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, but I'm not. He hasn't done anything for me to be like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's keep him there. And then I keep getting these ads where Elizabeth Warren is like, this is the Trump recall. And I'm like, it's not really. Well, that's how I I was reading an article that the California State Democratic Party is trying to pitch it, make it more about Trump. I know they had to they had to get something signed into legislature, which said that in their campaign ads, they would be allowed to say that it, Trump was involved somehow. As though that kicks our asses into gear. I... The only way that he's really involved is that a, a ton of the Republican governors have gotten his uh, prior campaign staff. But Who hasn't? <laughs> yeah. I have one. <laughs> he's right over there. 
There are five billion people that worked on Trump's campaign staff. Oh, man. I wish I could have worked on Bloomberg's campaign staff. I really do. Why? I could have just gotten paid so much money to do nothing all day. But then then everyone literally got screwed over because they were promised like benefits and all of that. And he didn't follow through on any of it. Wow, just like a a real U.S. president. Honestly, he should have (laughs) won. Oh, doesn't it feel good to have your college loans canceled? Be debt-free? Yeah, it is a real relief. Mm -hmm. And that you have Medicare for All now. That got signed into law. Um, I never wanted that, Ethan. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I voted for Bloomberg. (laughs) I'm actually far more fiscally conservative. I would prefer to have a private health bank account where I can my the money for my health insurance is based on the stock market. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to get two hundred dollars a month to pay for my health insurance. Well, it sounds like someone needs to start storing their plasma in their closet. Yang gang! <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they haven't seen. It's not I... a political game show. Yet. <laughs> uh, I'm your co-host, Wes, and this is your other co-host... Ethan! Uh, hold one second, someone... The current score... about. Fan, I'm trying to sell. Um, oh, are you trying score. to sell your Trump uh, staffer? <laughs> He's a huge fan of me. Um, current score is Wesley 13, Ethan 10 and a quarter, and Joey 1. I think he could really clinch this. I think he's coming back. Last week, I was uh, I quizzed Wes on the movie Superbad. Today, we will go over those results, as Wes has now seen it. And then I will be quizzed on Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the first yes. prequel of Planet of the Apes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Cool. To the Tim Burton cool. Planet of the Apes. It's a prequel specifically to the Tim Burton no. Planet of the Apes. I was like, that doesn't <laughs> sound right. I have not gone over quiz results in a very long time, and you threw me the curveball that we're changing how we're doing it, or we're just doing the highlights now. Uh, which I, I, it, it I wasn't agree so with. much of a curveball; it's just a suggestion. No, and I, <laughs> we I don't agree even have with to the suggestion. I didn't think about how to implement it. Well, then <laughs> I, we don't I have to. to. Well, I'm gonna try, and if the audience doesn't like it, they can send me a thumbs up, and I'll completely misconstrue the message. <laughs> Um, so in the open-ended questions, uh, we got the what's and the why's, uh, and you said, basically you just said you don't know anything about this movie. Uh, really the only thing I could give you any points for is the two cast members that are in it. And really you only got one. You got Michael Sarah, and you got McLovin. Um, now I would say that that's pretty much all anybody remembers about this movie. (laughs) So I still I still give you one point out of the possible two. That's fine. I can't imagine I did got a lot of points elsewhere, so I'll just take it where I can get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now this question I did intend to skip over, but I do want to make sure that you get points uh, if 
if you actually did. So open-ended question number two, why doesn't Evan like most porn? You did text me that this is a very, (laughs) what was the word you used? Crass opening to this movie? Explicit, I think, is the word you used. Uh, The conversation between Seth and Evan, I didn't watch this part of the movie because I hopped in 10 minutes in with you. But I'm pretty sure that you're wrong. (laughs) What was my answer? Uh, You said that Evan was too busy watching nun porn and prego porn. Yeah. That's and if I had if I if I had to guess, that's incorrect. I honestly cannot remember what the reasoning was. I vaguely recall. There's so much that happens in this movie. I don't even. I the only thing I remember at the beginning is uh, Jonah Hill looking down Michael Sarah's mom's shirt. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that happens in this. Mo- wow, there's a bunch of weird shit in this movie. He's, like, super into his mom. Hmm. Maybe it's... Maybe he's, maybe he he just doesn't like how much incest porn there is. I don't know. I think... Uh, okay, now I'm recalling that there was... He doesn't watch a lot of porn, I think, because he doesn't have a... He... There was, like, some disagreement over uh, what porn site they should subscribe to to try and keep it subtle Mm. i remember that yeah when it comes comes in their parents bill Mm -hmm. and that obviously uh gets turned into the i think you should leave sketch hot dog man (laughs) yes the other two open-ended questions involved alcohol and how the boys get it to the party you listed seven different types of alcohol, didn't get a single one. Uh, you didn't even say vodka, which I thought was, I don't know, kind of a softball. And then, I uh... thought, okay, <laughs> I went into this, Takara gave me shit for this too when I said, or when I gave my answers, but I feel like the my guess was that they were younger than they uh. were and they didn't know what alcohol people drink. At a party. Okay. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty clear that a lot of these high schoolers drink. Yes. Especially Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yep. But I, I do appreciate the character choice for that character. <laughs> um, and then how the boys get the alcohol to the party. You said they just got it from a grocery store and drove it out over on a bicycle or a Vespa. <laughs> Would have been a very short movie were that the case. <laughs> I did not anticipate the entire movie being about getting the alcohol to the party. It is about the journey, yes. <laughs> not the destination. <laughs> uh, the correct answer, of course, being that they are shipped to a house party. They find beer in a basement, dump it into detergent bottles and take it via bus most of the way. <laughs> yeah. And I know that's not the part of this movie that you are interested in. Not in the slightest. <laughs> uh, Moving on to multiple choice. I have a couple questions about him, but I guess we could start with how you felt about him. Uh, oh, coming out of open-ended, you got one point. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't care anymore. But I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> and that only makes me more confident with my predicted score for <laughs> our overall movies. Uh, I asked you, what is McLovin's real name? Uh, the correct answer was, of course, he doesn't remember. <laughs> it's, oh, man. <laughs> Let me pull up the Wikipedia so I don't look like such a fool. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Your fake answers were Chris, Peters, and they never say his real name. Yeah, I picked, they never said his real name, right? No, you picked Peters, which oh. is Evan's last name. It's Fogel. It's Fogel. Chris is uh, the actor's real name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen him in anything. Um, Have you watched How to Train Your Dragon? No. Uh, I think he might be a voice role in that, and I could be wrong. I think I'm you're probably... right. I think when I looked him up, I recall seeing How to Train Your Dragon. It's interesting because I feel like after Superbad, he stopped playing, like, nerdy characters and started playing, like, weird bullies. He probably didn't want to get pigeonholed, but it seems like he got pigeonholed anyways into just a different, yeah, less completely successful. Different. <laughs> well, uh, here's a fun thing to note. Uh, he was only 17 when he filmed this movie. I don't know if you looked up any trivia about that. Uh, yes, yeah, because his mom had to be on set during the sex yep. scene, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> like, sure, you're you're a trained actor. You're still only 17 years old. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, maybe we should be making assumptions, Ethan, that I can't imagine because, you know, maybe <laughs> in my family we have a tradition of having <laughs> the whole family present for... <laughs> Everyone losing their virginity. <laughs> this sounds like some midsummer shit. <laughs> More like some Midwestern shit. Am I right? <laughs> uh, I just a Midwestern that that dream is not a tradition in my family. My family is deeply uncomfortable with just talking about sex. So I bet this movie was great for you. <laughs> I feel comfortable with talking about sex. My family doesn't. Yeah. Uh, you did, however, get the bonus question, which is what state is on the McLovin ID? It is It is Hawaii. Yes. It was either Hawaii or Alaska. You did also say any state west of the Mississippi. Louisiana um, Purchase. <laughs> yeah. Had you said just the Louisiana Purchase, you would have been wrong. I think that'd be uh, funny for a gag in a movie if someone got a fake ID and instead of a state, it said the Louisiana <laughs> <laughs> The Southwest Territory? <laughs> this just says you're from the Alamo. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget this ID. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to change the American Express um, slogan to... It's just like the Alamo. When we pitch it. They will come. <laughs> you can lead American Express to water. But you can't make it come. <laughs> um, the next question you got wrong. The question after that you did get correct, which is about uh, 
how the police stop a disorderly drunk at the bar. Ah, uh, they don't. It's Fogel. Yeah, they they ask him to do it. <laughs> and while he does not successfully do it, it is how the police stop it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I did appreciate, you know, I I wish I'll get more into that later, but I did appreciate that the cops uh were completely inept uh mm-hmm. and demonstrated just how irresponsible they are. And even though it is a very real and violent situation that happens, uh, I did uh, find it funny when this guy was just running in a bar and <laughs> Seth Rogen takes out his gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, even, even though there are problems with cops, there are many problems with cops. I would argue not a very good thing about them exists. But <laughs> in the setting of this comedy movie, it felt safe. <laughs> yes. Are you saying if cops, when they just do, you know, casual fingerprinting in the park? <laughs> oh, Jesus When Christ. I got fingerprinted in the park, that wasn't a good thing. <laughs> I thought I was doing my civic duty. <laughs> oh, man. The fact that that's still, like, a thing that not enough people have caught on to is so bizarre. Especially when they go to, like, fucking low-income communities. This isn't a political podcast yet. <laughs> Wait until, we, uh, wait until we do every um, Aaron Sorkin movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, wait till we just start doing biographies <laughs> and documentaries. I should quiz you. Have you seen the movie JFK? The... I haven't. <laughs> I'm going to show you that movie. That movie's batshit nuts. <laughs> so fictional. <laughs> Oh, if we're doing fictional biographies, I could think of some to do. Uh, all right. The next question. This was not a good question, but it was who do some drunk men mistake Evan for? I will still include it because this was one of your favorite parts of that part of the movie. Oh, yeah. It mistakes him for, like, a, a brother of his of a friend he met one time at a bar or yeah. at a party, and has the most beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's brother, a singer. <laughs> and uh, You have to sing for us. <laughs> and what's great is it cuts away from that scene, so you don't know whether or not he's going to do it. <laughs> and they cut back, and of course he is. Yes. <laughs> They're all just clapping and singing along with the worst karaoke <laughs> version of any song. It's a good scene. It is. And then the final question of the multiple choice uh, was, which does McLovin not do? A, get into Dartmouth. B, have sex. You said D, shoot a cop car. He shoots a cop car. <laughs> Uh, the incorrect answer was drink a detergent beer mixture. He actually doesn't have any of that, or we don't see him have any of it. <laughs> Honestly, McLovin brought his own alcohol. I would think that he would feel safer drinking his own alcohol <laughs> than the poison Jonah Hill is <laughs> distributing. Uh, I would argue that Jonah Hill would have straight up given McLovin just detergent. Their relationship in this movie is like 
Seth is 10 seconds away from murdering Fogel. From the very beginning, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's looking for any excuse. Well, I mean, it does make sense by the end, but also, like, yeah, yeah. This movie lets a lot of stuff live in the subtext that should be in the text. Yes. <laughs> During the uh, shooting the cop car sequence at the end of the movie... When Bill Hader gets into the car and he's, like, doing donuts in the parking lot. Mm. I've watched this movie a bunch of times. I always think that he's going to crash into one of the poles and just die. And I think <laughs> that he should have. <laughs> I think it would have been an excellent ending to the... Like, I feel like McLovin's story doesn't have, like, a really proper ending in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would have been funnier if... He watched someone die. If if it ended on a really like dramatic action movie note of like one of his companions dying in his arms. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Mc, the McLovin part of this movie is so close to not being grounded that it might as well have just taken that next step and gone completely insane. Right. <laughs> so coming out of the first page. So that's open-ended and multiple choice. You have three points. Damn, damn right I do, and I'm I'm proud of those three points. Those are some hard-earned points. Uh, moving on to true or false. Uh, while I I was very par- proud of this question. <laughs> Don't cry. You can't cry. You have to wait until after the podcast is over. I always have to wait. <laughs> Look, it's just a game. We'll take a we'll take a two hour long break this time so you can collect yourself. Please. But you just gotta hang on for the rest of these questions. We say it's a game show, but it feels more like an an ungame show. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst ungame I've ever played. <laughs> take a big breath. Big breath, not deep, just big. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things is when a kid is crying and then you tell him to take deep breaths and go. (laughs) Kids are funny. Uh, I was really proud of this true or false question because it seems in line with a character that Michael Sarah would play. Uh, Michael Sarah's character is too afraid to say the word fuck. (laughs) Yeah. You did say true. I think it's immediately disproven. (laughs) Yes. I think uh, I misunderstood Michael Sarah's appeal being he looks like someone who would never <laughs> say that sort of thing, but he does say it, and that's the appeal. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of Michael Sarah's shtick, and it's a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question. What a great scene where he's calling the girl that he likes. <laughs> really. <laughs> You know, and he's and he's just swearing up a storm like everyone does when they don't get a a good connection <laughs> via phone call. They're just swearing Into about their the phone. phone. Yeah, they're just swearing about the phone company, their phone service. <laughs> I I don't I don't like that scene from Michael Sarah's side. I do really like it from the girls in the car side. Like I I feel like that's really grounded and genuine. <laughs> But there's not nothing comes of it. It doesn't have any impact whatsoever. It's just a one-off joke. 
Oh no! What I what I mean mostly is like all the girls making fun of Becca for liking Evan. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, that's Mind- what I find the genuine part. Reminds me of Grease, one of the best movies never- of all time. I've never seen it. I'm gonna have to show you that movie doing sometime. It. We're not doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to show you that sometime. Ah, uh, and then I have to show you musicals that are good. I don't care about the next question. It was the penises one. You got it wrong. Now, th- this one I had a fun time with. It is McLovin is able to buy alcohol. You said false. So, technically, you're correct. Uh, you did say it was because he's underage. That is not correct. Didn't he? But didn't he successfully buy it? And then he was punched um, in the face. No, the transaction never went through. Or oh. at least he didn't get to keep it. Then why why where did he get the bags? Um the cops got it for him. They they bought the alcohol for oh, him. Okay. Yeah. McLovin did not buy any alcohol because he was knocked unconscious <laughs> right before making the purchase. Seth is hit by two cars. You said three or seven. I wish Seth got hit by seven <laughs> cars in this movie. It would have been so much funnier if that was a recurring bit. Yeah. Like, I, I remember it, and I was like, does he get hit by a third car? <laughs> I honestly thought he got hit by the first car twice. <laughs> um, But if he just continuously got hit by cars, it would explain a lot of his actions, which don't really make sense. Yes. Uh, but he is only hit by two. Uh... But I did give you half a point for this question because your bonus was to describe each incident in which he is hit by a car. Uh, Since you had three, you gave yourself more guesses. Not crossing the street to Evan's house. Uh, Not, (laughs) and I do wish this happened, a car crashing into the living room at someone's party. (laughs) Um, And he wasn't hit at a gas station, but he was hit by a cop car. Yes. I feel like I don't know where the idea is coming from, but I feel like I have very vivid image of my mind of them at a gas station. But um, I think you're thinking about Clueless because there's that part where she gets mugged at a gas station. I'd honestly forgotten that happened. It's a good movie. You got to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it twice in a row. It's time to pick it up again. Slowly making it my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) (laughs) My goal isn't to show you any particular movie that'll become your favorite on your first watch. It's to show you a movie, keep lording it over your head (laughs) until you have to watch it enough times when it becomes your favorite. (laughs) Until you gaslight me into believing I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, I'll do the thing that my parents do and go, no, you like this part. Oh, man. Deja vu of when we watched It's Complicated. I don't like that. (laughs) But you did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next one, true or false? Someone shouts, you can't unarrest me. You said true. That's true. It's not McLovin, though, like you thought it would be. Um, And then someone says, prepare to be fucked by the long dick of the law. You said true. I then gave you the opportunity to um, guess uh, guess who played the cops. You correctly guessed Bill Hader. I don't know how. 
I just, I knew. I don't know how, but I just knew. Uh, but then it's weird because you guessed Bob Hope for the other <laughs> cop. Well, isn't Seth Rogen just the modern day Bob Hope? <laughs> isn't Seth Rogen just the poor man's Bob Hope? They have the I same think style of comedy. To Bob Hope, considering the rich man's <laughs> Bob Hope, rich man's Seth Rogen. <laughs> Bob Hope is the poor man's Seth Rogen. I think Bob Hope's just the poor man's Bob Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Bob Hope is just Bob Hope, and no USO tour can save him from that fate. <laughs> Uh, so, coming out of true or false, you have a total of seven points. Okay. Now, Wes, what was going on in that screenshot? And I'll tell you what I gave you points for. Um. Okay, let me pull up the picture real quick because I don't recall what moment it's exactly from. It's from the end of the movie. Because I had forgotten to take a screenshot the entire time I watched this movie making a quiz. Okay, this is, yes, this is taken in the mall in the weird ending of this movie. This was Emma Stone. I said it was Lindsay Lohan. I just Which I wrote in my notes, I made deduct points for this. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I was telling Rigoletto about this yesterday when we were watching Star Trek. <laughs> I, it, this was a hard turn back into getting quizzed again. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't felt embarrassment on this show. (laughs) Honestly, the the tables being turned has been so nice for me because I feel like I have been embarrassed constantly for the past few months. I'm like, ah, it's good. It's going to be the bully again. And you know what? It kind of feels good to be the victim. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She has suffered a black eye from Jonah Hill. And she's at the mall to get makeup uh, for her senior photos. Seems far too late to be getting senior photos. (laughs) Right before graduation. (laughs) The yearbooks are printed. (laughs) Unless they do one of those, like, addendums that they hand out, like, on the last day of school. In the in the yearbook, they accidentally put Lindsay Lohan in yeah. <laughs> for Emma Stone. Um, she should have just submitted a picture of Lindsay Lohan. I guess I'll just go into what I don't like about the ending. Uh, Emma Stone was always too good for Seth Rogen. Uh, not Seth Rogen. Uh, Jonah Hill. It I it never is clear what Emma Stone sees in Seth, um, or what is appealing about Seth. Um, he literally tried to poison her, and he injured her. It it it's just very very unclear. I think it would have made more sense for her to like go. It seemed like wish fulfillment by Seth Rogen's part, um, mm-hmm. rather than grounded in realism. Well, I mean, we were never given any opportunity to see them together having a good time. Yeah. Because in in the cooking class, Seth's being an asshole, not talking to her. At the party, Seth's being an asshole. And, like, we they have not spoken 
past that point. <laughs> and like the the trajectory of growth in the story for Seth, the character, just mm. doesn't add up to me. It just seems like a lateral move. Like, sure, mm-hmm. he's not he's accepting by the end that he's not gonna be with Michael Sarah's character anymore, uh, because they're going to separate colleges. Um, which mm. was never that compelling of a conflict in this movie compared to McLovin's storyline. Well, they never narrowed down how they were going to tackle that specific conflict. Yeah, they just Cause learned to accept it. It's a bit it. too late to choose which college you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And But then in the end, Seth's just like, oh, I'll go with this girl. To we don't even know if... if if they're going to the same school. Yeah. Which I, I don't think they are because, again, Jules is too good for Seth. <laughs> so it just, it doesn't feel like he really changed <clears throat> by the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I also think uh, this is my favorite role that I've ever seen Emma Stone in. Mm. Unless you count Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've seen her... In, I think she was in Crazy Stupid Love, and I think I liked her. Oh, better she in is that. in that, but I I haven't seen it. I I liked her in this. I feel like she did a really good grounded performance. She's by far one of the better actors in this movie. Oh, without a <laughs> doubt, she's she's very good <laughs> in this. Uh, Bill Hader obviously being the best performer as he usually is. <laughs> no. Seth Rogen. <laughs> um. So I did. I gave you a point because you correctly identified that she had a black eye and for assuming that she was emotionally and physically exhausted. Her house party got busted up by police and we're not really talking about the aftermath of that because it's her house. Yeah. And she witnessed McLovin get forcefully arrested. Everyone believed that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> She watched a child get assaulted and knocked out by a police officer in her front lawn. I would not feel comfortable in my own home at that point. <laughs> well, trust me, you get used to it. <laughs> oh, man. You can cut that I live out. in L.A. <laughs> um, yeah, so I gave you a total of nine points for this quiz. I'll take it. That's fine. Thought I did worse. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought it was going to be worse when I was tallying up the score, but you got a lot of the bonus questions right, and that ended up helping you. Yes. Thank you, bonus question. Uh, so then I have to ask, would you rewatch Superbad? I think I would rewatch it one more time, just because McLovin's storyline is so good that I feel like that enough warrants a rewatch. Um, mm-hmm. But as for the rest of the movie, I could really give it or leave it, take it or leave it, because it's it's far too generic for me. It doesn't, there's not enough stakes in it. I feel like it would have been, it would have captured my attention more if, like, McLovin, all three of them, or even just, like, Seth and McLovin, started experiencing, like, like, they were getting recast in new roles uh, in mm-hmm. how people viewed them. Interesting you say that. 
Why? Uh, you may be getting some of that in the later movies <laughs> this season. <laughs> but I, I, I really enjoyed how McLovin in this movie it goes from, you know, a nerd no one thinks about to just unearned, <laughs> just like stardom in his community. And I feel mm-hmm. like if the character Seth had experienced the exact opposite, mm-hmm. it would have made for like a more well-balanced movie and interesting as well. Yeah. I think I think they just attempted to make it too grounded for Seth's side of the story. And Seth Rogen wrote this movie, so obviously he's he's writing for a fictionalized version of himself. Mm-hmm. But I think he missed they missed a little bit of the nuance that goes in there as well. Yeah. Cause Seth Rogen, I'm pretty sure he's an all right dude. <laughs> he seemed he seems chill. He seems to be I mean, he didn't handle the James Franco stuff well at the beginning, but he's gotten better. Yeah. He's never going to work with him again, so... Supposedly. Supposedly. It's going to be fun to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to separate that, because he, he didn't give us the, the good parts of his childhood. We we only saw a negative version of Seth. Yeah. Would you rewatch this movie? I... I'd probably still rewatch this movie. There are parts of it that I like, and I'm able to watch a movie and substitute my headcanon for parts that are happening in the movie. Uh, thank you, Star Wars, for refining my ability to create better movies where there aren't any. <laughs> my brain has been poisoned. <laughs> Where I have to enjoy every movie I watch now. <laughs> Honestly, do you think that's why there's so much toxic possession of those movies? Because everyone keeps imagining it better than it is. Yeah, absolutely. You 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 see the movie that you perceive the movie that you want to watch. Yeah. And so my brain when watching Super Bad is able to fill in the gaps of character or like the the interpersonal conflict that I think would ramp up to the conclusion of this movie, which you say is unearned. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brain is able to go like, I can see how it would be earned. It's just not in the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I still like it. I think that it's interesting that you mentioned McLovin because McLovin goes through an '80s college movie character's arc yeah. as a high schooler in the B plot of a movie. <laughs> Set in like the uh, no, it's it's still set in like the eighties, I think. I think it's set in the two thousand. I don't. It's unclear when this movie is set. They have cell phones and stuff. It seems like it was set in the oh. time of the release. Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah, I think it's weird that this movie is called Super Bad <laughs> because I love Black Dynamite. That movie should probably be the one named after a James Brown song. <laughs> All right, and of course, our question for this movie. Uh, would you watch this movie with the bros? Would I watch this movie to monkey around with the boys? Yeah. Um, I've never done it before. Like, the only person I've ever watched this movie with, I think, is Kira. I don't know if this is... I don't actually think this is a movie for the boys. <laughs> Is that weird? 
I think this movie is specifically made for the boys. (laughs) Like, I think it's made for the boys, but I can't see myself watching it with the guys I hang out with. (laughs) You could see the Daryl you sitting down and watching Superbad again. (laughs) Believe it or not, I can't. Kira's brother-in-law. And I feel like it's because... The, the reason I feel like this isn't a movie for the boys is because it's too grounded. Sure. Like, it's it's still a comedy, but I feel like there's too much, especially at the end, far too much introspection for the boys. Yeah. I think I could watch this with the boys, but it's one of those movies, Takara and I talked about this, it's a movie that you put on in the background. When you're hanging out and you just yeah. tune in for the funny parts. Yeah, I.e. McLovin's storyline. <laughs> the super cut of super bad, which is just the McLovin parts. And all the women removed. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about the last Jedi super cut where all the women are removed. That's fucked up. <laughs> but I was going to say it would have been hard to do, but that's. Or it would have been easy to do because I was thinking of the rise of Skywalker with the Last Jedi. That feels like it's kind of hard to do. Um, and finally, would I rank this good, fine, or not good? I'd label it as fine. Oh, it's fine. There are parts in it that definitely don't hold up, like the frequent use of the R word or slurs towards the LGBT community, and the whole menstrual uh, blood on the pants. Story. That scene does not hold <laughs> up at all. Yeah. That is a bad part of the movie. <laughs> now. Alright, that's super bad. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Do you remember any of the soundtrack from the Planet of the Apes movie? Not, not even a little bit. <laughs> it's bizarre. Uh, what's up? We're returning to Monkey. <laughs> Should I say Monkey's returning to us? <laughs> <laughs> Let unleash the monkey from your soul. Why is it that whenever we watch a movie that involves an ape in any way, our excitement <laughs> seems to skyrocket? <laughs> Even when it's like a dour political movie that just happens to have a monkey in it. You know, it's really making me question, should this be more of a monkey podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd have a better time. if. Oh, no. Next, we're going to have to just look up more movies about monkeys. I would be so down to watch Bedtime for Bonzo with Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Next, next major sequence. Friends, if you're listening, if you want to quiz us on movies that fe- prominently feature apes <laughs> that are not homo sapiens, we don't give a shit about those. Please do. Please. Let, let me know. I'll confirm whether or not Wes and I had watched it. And even if one of us has watched it, you're still welcome to come on. (laughs) 
All right, we're quizzing Ethan uh, on Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the first of the prequel trilogy. <laughs> Back to the prequels. Back to the prequels. Um, why haven't you seen this movie, and what do you know about it? Uh, I haven't seen this movie because I didn't watch Planet of the Apes. <laughs> didn't really care for the lore. Saw James Franco trying to play a serious role, and I was not interested. Uh, saw the monkey CG. Didn't think the monkey CG looked very good at time of release. And it was more fun to make fun of the name of the movie than it was to watch it. Just to be clear, for people who still make fun of it, it is in keeping with the Planet of the Apes franchise that came out in the 70s. It's tradition. I was about to, I was about to complain about rebooting the planet of the apes movies with a prequel uh that's chic now that is par for the course in 2021 get excited for the patrick star show on nickelodeon everyone i don't think that's the prequel I, that's camp corral uh yeah get ready to camp coral uh and what what do you know about the movie uh what do i know about this movie so this movie is, of course, a prequel to the Tarleton Heston Planet of the Apes. It stars... It, I, I would call this a buddy cop movie in that it doesn't involve cops, but it is a buddy movie, which screen time is shared between James Franco, the scientist, and Caesar, the Andy Circus monkey. They are trying to increase the intelligence of apes and it starts to go bad for them. So I think we're still pretty, still pretty small scale in this movie, but there's like a community of the apes that start to become more intelligent. Uh, But I think Caesar is the only one that's capable of speech. But th- this is where they're like starting to realize that monkey are treated like second class citizens, um, because because they're monkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, monkey don't like to hear that. <laughs> monkey do not like to hear that. All right, and then as a callback to my last quiz of Planet of the Apes. What are some of the themes covered in this movie? Animal testing, animal cruelty. Um racism and xenophobia. I'm going to I'm going to shoot for the fence, swing for the fences on this okay. one. Let's go stem cell research. I feel like that was still a hot button issue for some reason when this movie was going out. I think it still is. It's just that there's so many other issues. Remember remember back in when this movie came out and our only issues were stem cell research and Obama's tan whether... suit. <laughs> Why is Caesar so smart? Um he had some weird experiment done to him to make brain big. Remember flowers for Algernon? Like that. Okay. What are some of the places in this movie that Caesar calls home? 
Uh, monkey house. <laughs> uh huh. Give me more. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure these movies take place in San Francisco. So there. But it's not the third character. Let me make that clear. It's background. <laughs> New York City is the third character. <laughs> yeah. Um, Caesar's just probably... dreaming of New York City. Yeah, I'm going to say James Franco's apartment, which he shouldn't. He should be afraid to be in there. All right. James Franco's taking naked pictures of this monkey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Making him act out sex scenes without proper protection. <laughs> well, Caesar's under the age of 18. His mom was not present. <laughs> McLovin's mom was, but <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> Yeah, the thing they didn't mention about uh, Christopher Mintz-Flass's mom, she was walking all over Hollywood supervising every sex scene in the city. And finally, what are a few of the callbacks from Planet of the Apes? We're going to look at the Statue of Liberty. We're going to see it. Okay. We're going to see an orangutan. (laughs) And we're not (laughs) going to feel good about it. Um, there's probably a person named Dr. Zayas. Oh, man. Now I'm just trying to remember anything that happened in Planet of the Apes. The only person of color in the major cast of this movie will be murdered in the first five minutes. All right. I don't think they attempted to rectify that at all. (laughs) Um, someone's going to say damn dirty ape. Okay. And someone's going to say madhouse. But they're just talking about the anime production company <laughs> behind Death Note. All right. And then uh, Baby West, we exoquated. Ah, Gweddies. What visual elements does this movie share with the Twilight movies? <laughs> I haven't seen those. I know. I do want to. <laughs> Can you quiz me on those? Sure, I'll quiz you on them. Yes. <laughs> Ah, man. Kira's so mad that you quiz me on shitty movies as though I don't ask for them. <laughs> I You complain, but I know you love them. <laughs> My entire letterbox is like two stars or below, but only because I've asked for it. Anyone who watch, looks at my letterbox probably goes, wow, he's a really negative person. <laughs> and then they look at the movies that I watch and they go, why is he doing this to himself? <laughs> Visual elements, um, mister. Yep. There's like a weird fog that sits over everything all the time. And I know that's because uh, the Twilight movies take place in Washington. Mm-hmm. It's just in this movie because. Okay. <laughs> um. Everyone's skin looks just like sallow and shitty. Shitty skin. No one looks healthy. <laughs> All right. One more. Uh, oh, it's it's lots of vignetting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think those movie have movies movies have lots of <laughs> vignetting. Which on top of the fog effect makes it nearly <laughs> impossible to see this movie. All right. Moving to multiple choice. Which actor is not in this movie? 
A, John Lithgow. B, Tom Felton. Do you know who that is? Plays Draco uh, Malfoy. Okay. C, David Oyelowo. Do you know who that is? Plays no. MLK and Selma. I haven't seen that movie. I'll quiz you on it. <laughs> During our fucking biography <laughs> <Yeah>. section. <laughs> and uh, D, Michael B. Jordan. I don't know why I feel like Michael B. Jordan is in these movies. Maybe he's just not in this one. Um, hmm. Tom Felton, I feel like, is in this movie, and I'm excited because I like him. <laughs> he's a good guy. Uh, John Lithgow. I feel like there has to be an older white man in this movie, and I feel like he wouldn't have said no. <laughs> I don't know about the guy from Sel- I literally know nothing about him. So I must assume that it is him, that he is in it. So I'm going to go with Michael B. Jordan. Okay. I think he'll come in later, just not not yet. Okay. What doesn't happen to James... <laughs> Jane... <laughs> what doesn't happen to James Franco's poor neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> A gets mauled by an ape. B, gets thrown off the Golden Gate Bridge. C, (laughs) gets infected with a dangerous virus. Or D, gets his car seriously damaged. Um, He will get mauled by an ape. He will get thrown off the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) The book ends. Both of these things, both of these things will happen. If not seconds apart from each other. <laughs> uh, Thrown off the bridge, and then once he lands in the water, dragged to the beach and mauled by an ape. <laughs> yeah. And then another ape throws Molotovs at his car. <laughs> so I'm going to go with... He, he doesn't, somebody else is going to get infected by this virus, but it won't be okay. him. What, what does Caesar carve onto the wall of his cage? Big dick. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, <laughs> no. uh, a, an image of a human on a leash. B, Will, the name of James Franco's character. C, the Statue of Liberty. Or D, Please, so his dumb. old bedroom window. <sighs> Now, Will is probably the easiest thing to carve, so I don't know how shocking that would be. But I I still think it's Will, because a name would be the most impactful thing. And like I said, this is still a buddy movie. (laughs) What is not a reason for why Caesar doesn't want to return home with James Franco? So he doesn't want to return. Which one of these is not a reason? I believe it's James. Well, in the credits, it's James Jane Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been saying James, J-A-M-E. But, but there's another character in the credit, another actor in the credits called James Franco. I don't know. Oh, just... maybe. Oh, you know what it is? I've always thought that it was strange that there were two Franco brothers because it seems like there should be three. There are two... James. 
well, technically James and Jame. <laughs> oh no, I I always thought it was Jame Franco, Jame Franco, and Dave Franco. But then when you stack Jame and Jame on top of each other, plural, it becomes James <laughs> yes, <okay>. Franco, <laughs> not Jame Franco's. <laughs> we're off the i've returned to monkey all right why what is not a reason for why caesar doesn't want to return home a he doesn't want to be a pet anymore b he knows james franco's wife is expecting c he is too invested in liberating the apes or d he feels too betrayed by james franco what was the first one again he doesn't want to be a pet anymore I don't think that crosses his mind. He 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 could still be a pet, but just not James. <laughs> just not James. It, are you picturing that this is like a Mary Kate and Ashley Full House situation <laughs> where they just replace the James? They replaced him with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> what ape shenanigan do we see in the third act? Love an ape shenanigan. A I think this is going to be a recurring question. One of the apes quizzes. As it should. I'm going to see if I can work it in <laughs> to the Jump Street movies. A, apes stealing guns from police officers. B, apes spearing animal control trucks. C, apes leaping from helicopter to helicopter. That sounds cool <laughs> as shit. Or D, apes driving stolen police cars. And this is what what don't they do or what do, what do they, they do? do? What do they do? Oh man, <laughs> I wish it was three out of the four, <laughs> which is done. Uh, fuck! I want to see helicopter to helicopter. Out of hope All alone, right. that's the one that I want to see. It will be stealing guns from cops, but I want it to be helicopters. Okay. Extra credit in the third act. Extra-ease. What is the Extra-ease. goal of the apes? Uh, to take San Francisco back. <laughs> Did they ever have it? <laughs> you tell me. It's not my quiz. <laughs> okay, I'm writing very specifically take San Fran back. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco Zoo is dope. Do you think we're going to see it in the movie? Yeah, for sure. That's where Caesar's from. Oh. Oh. Caesar's palace. <laughs> True or false? Caesar speaks in this movie. Uh, yeah, but only at the end. I'll say he'll start speaking at the start of the third act. All right. True or false? Apes believe in ACAB. <laughs> yes. True. True or false, someone says, take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. I did previously say this was true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's pull a, let's pull a Wesley and hedge my bets. <laughs> okay. False. True or false, an ape gets lobotomized for no, some damn reason. <laughs> <laughs> true, you got, it's, you gotta have a lobotomy. <laughs> That's pivotal to Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. It's deep, deep in the Planet of the Apes lore. Just like that ice pick in your skull. True or false, Will is trying to find a cure for cancer. That sounds pretty generic, but I'm going to say false. 
true or false, almost all of the apes end up getting killed before they escape. Almost all. Almost all. Give me a percentage. Like 80, 85%. 85%? False. I, th- I think monkeys go free, and that's why war of the Planet of the Apes can happen at all. All right. And now time for the screen grab question. This is just that gorilla with lipstick. <laughs> it's kind of silly. <laughs> it is sent. I've this has been in so many fucking like thumbnails for this movie. Like I've seen <laughs> this so many times. I feel like it was one of the major shots in every single trailer of this movie. Then you should be able to tell me what's going on. <laughs> I should, but I don't think I can, because the trailers for these movies were so devoid of any context that I don't know what was happening at any time other than Monkey Fight Man. (laughs) Uh, So what we have here is an ECU on Caesar's face as he hugs James James Franco very tightly, because you can never hug both at once. Um, I think that Caesar has just whispered something into James' ear. Why does Caesar's ear look wrong? I feel like, I feel like chimp ears don't look like that. The textures on the face are good, but the ear is freaking me out. Ear is freaky. James Franco... James Franco needs a haircut because he's got that weird cowlicky thing behind his ear. Um, also, you know what? Fuck it. Caesar is stabbing <laughs> Will in the heart. Like he's he's murdering him and saying some shit like "Viva la revolution." <laughs> All right. Anything else? Want to guess where this is taking place? Uh, this is taking place in one of the places that Caesar had called home, and he's taking it back. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> All right. That is the quiz for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. This is available everywhere you where you can rent movies. <laughs> Is it on every streaming platform? Uh, it seems like it's on every... Uh, you have to rent it, of course, but it seems like it's not available. Oh, okay. Everywhere you can. Oh, right. I'll, yeah, sorry, everybody. All of our movies have to be rented this Super time. Superbad was on Netflix. Superbad was on Netflix, but not for long. It's coming down on August 31st, which is... Three days after this episode goes up. <laughs> Get moving. All right. Um, you've been listening. You've been listening to the game show. Show. We ain't we seen ain't nothing, seen nothing yet. yet. The current <laughs> score. You got it. Is Ethan tw- uh, 10.25 and me, Wesley, 22. And what were the predictions? I predicted I would get 47. And you predicted you would get 40. Follow us think that's on Twitter cool. at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can also follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and me at Baby Westwee. You can follow us on Letterboxd at E Geese and Baby Westwee. 
And remember, unleash the ape inside. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.